During times of crisis, business building remains an imperative that every senior leader must consider. Ralph Dreischmeier is a senior partner at McKinsey and Company. He's also global leader of Leap by McKinsey, the firm's business building capability. Ralph, why is business building so important today when we're in the midst of this global health crisis? The crisis itself has created immediate needs for consumers, for us as individuals, that requires some innovative business building type thinking. So establishing, you know, grocery delivery, establishing e-commerce channels for organizations that haven't done that before, that's something that is needed now in these times and it's needed very, very quickly. And we're talking about days and weeks rather than months. I think the second aspect is that clearly there is an element of this crisis will be over at some point and having the mindset saying to what is the next normal is also an important element of where business building clearly comes into play. So innovation remains a fundamental activity today to survive the crisis and then to prepare for what comes next. Absolutely. Let me give you an example. We're in a situation where in one of the European countries, uh, um, there was a situation where a certain part of medical equipment were not available. And the manufacturer of these equipment, which was actually um, a valve for ventilators, could not be produced for months. So innovation, business building, created a new business around printing these 3D valves. So each Italian hospital had now printer, 3D printers installed to print valves and therefore enable the ventilators to function. So that is an immediate need. That is business building. There are absolute necessities that have to happen now. And without those innovations, it will be simply impossible to respond to the crisis. No, and we've got many examples, well, that's in, 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 in the healthcare system where within days, a whole healthcare system switched from a traditional GP seeing patients to now to a completely digitized virtual experience doing telemedicine and the likes. I think what we would see is that the emergency needs create business model changes that in, in many organizations would have thought could never be, be done. Oh, it would have taken years to get them done. You know, again, Isn't there a temptation, Ralph, for CXOs, business leaders, to put innovation on hold and focus on the current needs of employees and just staying in touch with customers? In other words, maintain the status quo. You're right in terms of focusing on the employees is absolutely a really important a priority for, for any organization and for any business leaders. And clearly, we have also seen that that happening uh, in, in basically, basically any one of our clients. However, you mentioned the customer needs. I think, how can you stay in touch with the customer without having a digital channel to reach out to them? So even if you focus on the core of your business, you need innovations in order to actually do exactly that, stay in touch with your customers, keep your supply chain up and running, keep your manufacturing business up and running. What's the shape of business building, the characteristics of business building during this crisis period? I think the two, three items that are completely different now and the paradigm shift that we've seen, one, we need to do it remotely in a way that we are all at home 
and and having delivery remotely we're also building businesses remotely and uh, uh, that is something that might sound odd but is actually doable and we've done it many times now the second thing is we we feel that there's an element of need for for pace need for speed that is even more increasing than it had been before so things where we said we have months we now have to do in weeks things that were done in weeks are now being done in days you've developed six archetypes for business building during crisis times what are those archetypes why why were you thinking about it in terms of this structure when we looked at these archetypes i think we we look at them very much as kind of the the first indication of some of the key paradigm shifts that we will see in in the next normals so the first one is a, the, the remote service provider i mean we have got so many examples where we've now got a fully digitized fully remote service to customers which in the past was unthinkable and that's not the, the traditional retail grocery world it's also things like you know lawyers it's other services that now moving into a complete remote world and it does work and that has got such a fundamental shift in terms of uh b2c engagements that we will we believe will have a lot of business build opportunities for organizations the next one that we see is what we describe as collaboration platforms so i think these collaboration platform have many many more opportunities to create the next normal uh in 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 many many aspects of of business and of our day to day life um the, the third one we we describe it as a dynamic talent uh deployer so this crisis because it is a crisis across all industry very different to the financial crisis from 2008 and 9 um has created certain situations where you know some sectors some industries were really hit hard let's take travel let's take the airlines so you have had a lot of airline staff you know baggage handlers who simply didn't have any work anymore on the flip side you've got other sectors like the grocers who have got an increased spike of demand now what do you do you try to redeploy the talent dynamically so people who have now handled baggage are now handling groceries the fourth one that we've got is we call it a high touch digital retailer and i think what we mean by that is a little bit what we see in sectors like the estate agent property area where you know there are some examples in china where where developers moved within days from a really traditional go and see physical type of engagement model to a completely 100% remote digitized one using virtual reality using robots and drones who will show properties their business within 2 months increased by about 118% the fifth one is data we call it data visionary a data has become something even more important in our lives and i think what we're seeing is that both data services that are needed uh you know the, the epidemic data that we've got that is used by businesses to predict certain certain trends that is definitely new but also the the personal data that some believe individuals are now more willing to share in order to protect themselves to become more resilient as a society that has changed as well in the testing tracing tracking is a new sector that just didn't exist before but will play a big role going forward and then maybe the last one um we call it the kind of a, the resilient but flexible operations supply chain management um uh, leader 
And what we mean by that is how can you optimize your supply chain from a cost and productivity perspective, but at the same time make it very, very resilient. You've used the phrase the next normal several times during our conversation. What does that mean? The next normal is a a recognition that we believe things do not go back to the old normal. And 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 that by a that there will be a significant shift of things that will change in society and also in businesses. And the, the next normal means that that is the next horizon which business leaders have to focus on and really reflect on what does that mean for my business? Where do I need to pivot? Where do I need to build new businesses? And in many instances, also the recognition that a traditional way of transforming to get to the next normal might not be sufficient. Hence, the business building as a new way to create the next normal. What advice do you have for senior business leaders whose organizations do not have that kind of business building mindset, and today they're faced with the challenge of addressing the current situation and looking forward to that next normal? It has to be as always, within the executive team, there has to be the belief that this thinking about the next normal in terms of building new businesses to transform, there has to be a belief that that is part of the strategy. Secondly, I would expect that in many instances, actually, the CEO should, should own the business building agenda and should drive and believe as part of his or her strategy the role that, that that business building will play going forward. What advice do you have for organizations that already possess that innovative business building cultural mindset? What should they be doing today? Many organizations do have pockets of innovation and do have pockets of people who can think about these next normals. It's just important that they will be enabled and empowered to do that thinking and are not being restricted in terms of day-to-day work and and, and clearly a day-to-day job that most of them will have. And for organizations that already are actively engaged in business building, how can they best take advantage of the opportunity to change and develop and evolve even more rapidly? There's an even greater urgency and need for speed. And I think there's also greater need for more radical, more disruptive, more fundamentally different thinking in order to create real, true business model innovation. Ralph Dreischmeier, thank you very much for taking time to speak with us about this important topic during a difficult time. My pleasure. Thank you, Mike. We've been speaking with Ralph Dreischmeier. He is a senior partner at McKinsey & Company.